Hello and welcome to the Kit Plus TV show brought to you with the support of Media Proxy. Live sports broadcast has always been something of a one-dimensional experience. Multiple cameras capture the live event uh, at the venue, but the viewer gets to see only the view that is selected by the producer or director or vision mixer. Similarly, a lot of audio is recorded, but the viewer has no choice of selecting what he or she wants to hear. A huge amount of data on players from the match is available that offers viewer personalization features, but they still have little control over what they're actually viewing. Broadcasters face many challenges delivering the excess content. So to answer all of these challenges, we're delighted to welcome Christoph from Native Waves to the show. Christoph, let's start with a quick overview of what Native Waves does. Hello, so I'm Christoph, CEO and founder of Native Waves. And Native Face is really all about like redefining live media experiences. So and when I think about like live media experience, I'm talking about sports, um, for example, football games, motor racing, but also live entertainment like concerts. And we think the key is really to kind of like give the user the control and the access to all the cool content that is there, bundle it together, all the cool video feeds, audio feeds, and also data analytics, package it and then send it and give him a, a next level user experience. And that is what we do at Native Face. So what makes your solutions unique? How do they differ from whatever else is available on the market today? Yeah, so, so basically like how we approach the full situation is to kind of have like one production and then we target multiple solutions. So for example, like we have like a full standalone OTT product where you have like access to like multiple camera views, then also data analytics and that like in one single user experience. And then the cool thing is you also, with this same production, you get the full thing as second screen application, perfectly synchronized to your linear TV, for example, but also like then on-site when you're at the venue, for example, if you're in the stadium and then can access this multiple views. And especially with the second screen synchronization, what we can do and, and why we are like pretty unique also in the market, we use the broadcast audio, like the original broadcast audio to make kind of the content you get on your smartphone Live available, perfectly synchronized, frame synchronized to your TV experience. So, Christoph, okay. um, is the solution only um, designed for linear broadcasters? So, actually, not. So, like the, the idea of how we approach this with native waves, we kind of use modern technology, for example, we combine like also ultra latency streaming together with this, this high precision audio synchronization to first make it available, enhance kind of like the live linear broadcast experience, but also if you think about like a web stream and all like other OTT experience and connect multiple devices. So we kind of looked at what's existing in the marketplace today. And there, of course, like a lot of people are still watching um, live experience, especially on the broadcast TV, and then how we can enhance it. But this is also fully workable, a standalone product. And also, for example, if you're on-site and, and just mobile, right, where you can say, oh, I didn't miss the shot, I want to replay it. And then if I'm at the venue, I just hit the button and then I, I see the full full moment again. Yeah, so it's good for linear, it's good, and it's also complementary. And for the viewer, what levels of personalization are there? How, how you know, how, how, how does it work? Yeah, so, so, so basically, like, the key with personalization also, like, how it changed over the years. So there's also like research showing like people are now using kind of differently also how they consume the, the broadcast experience. Like a lot of people on TV, including myself also, like, like I, if I watch a football game, it's a bit boring. 
I take out my smartphone, like like Google around a bit, right? And that's actually, but if you think yeah. about the broadcast, that they're losing these people, right, to different platforms. So like the paid is content, right? And then like show them on the linear broadcast experience and they're losing people because they kind of can't capture them in their, in their user experience. And how we want to change it basically to also give the broadcaster the tools he needs to offer this experience also like on a smartphone and then have a connected experience with the TV. So basically the, the broadcaster kind of gets what he wants because he can like offer this to the customers to have them like in one single broadcast experience and also the user get what he wants because then suddenly he doesn't need to go off to different platforms and like gather all this content um, himself but kind of can access it in one experience. And then I can say like, if, if I have a motor race, I, I watch maybe like my onboard feed, I choose for myself, get there this level of personalization I need. But I also have with one click, I get data analytics, with one click, I get more information, maybe a Twitter feed and so on. So I kind of have everything combined to get into one single event package. Mm. So is there a reason yeah. why um, it's taken broadcasters so long to look at delivering the viewer personalization? Yeah, so I mean, maybe that's also a bit like a history of native faith. So we kind of came from a different angle there. So um, we actually originally haven't come from the broadcast angle, but actually from the cinema market. So how we started out with native faith was to kind of with the idea to go into every cinema of the world, independent of the language there, just go in there with your smartphone, synchronize with the, with the cinema screen and then get your language perfectly lip synchronic to what you're seeing. And there we kind of developed this technology of high audio uh, like um, synchronization. But then, like over the years, we saw, saw more and more also like the application for live sports because, like, I personally again like I, I really was fascinated as a kid to get like these cockpit cameras if I if I watch for example like motor racing. And so we kind of thought, okay, how could we combine this and also make it available for for live sports events? So. And of course, look, traditionally, broadcasters, certainly the linear ones and the big ones, they've always tended towards getting more resolution, you know, improving the pictures, going 4K, going 8K. And I get the sense here that, you know, what, what you're saying is we need to sort of focus uh, a little bit more on the viewing experience and, and, and the ability of the viewer to control what they want to watch. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, like, also there, like, I think... Mm, a key there is really to not think about like technology, like technology will then solve the problem, but to kind of like come from the from the content angle. And then also like if that comes to personalization angle, right? So like the important thing is not the technology, but kind of like to, to tell the stories and also to tell the stories that haven't been told before and to give like the, the people also, for example, oh, I, I give him like the onboard camera and so on. And with the 4K and 8K, it's really not really enhancing the content, like in, in a way that kind of like gives really a value add, but just like improving visually. Of course, there has been changing like from like 720p to full HD, you saw more and more, but like from 1080p to like 4K, it's less. And even then like from 4K to 8K. So, and also like with the, with the rollout and distribution, it becomes harder and harder if you think about 8K TVs. And then it's kind of the question for the user to decide do I want now a, a full-fledged experience where I can choose myself the content or do I want to just like get 8K content, which probably my TV doesn't support it and also in the next years. So that, that's kind of like then also like for the user to decide. Mm. So yeah. let's look towards the future now. And uh, how do you regard uh, viewer personalization going forwards? Yeah, so 
basically i think it concentrates more and more on like like the, the choosing because like everyone is different also in the watching so kind of to also give him the tools define like how the content should look like and also again to give that as feedback loop also to the content production to kind of improve their processes because at the moment it was just like a single way where you had like oh i get the event streams then there's one single broadcast feed and then it's displayed but there was not really like a feedback loop or like ways to kind of like change also how the content and the content production should look like and we kind of want to kind of create this circle where for example they have then the tools to use all the content that's normally wasted like all the cool like for example 30 camera feeds from a stadium from a football stadium also offer that to the users and then the user based on like how they're using this influence kind of like which content is being produced and innovate also the content production there because suddenly there's a technology that allows this distribution chain to work together yeah so i get yeah i get that content is king yeah and you've got to get it out there so how does what does your pipeline look like you know if we know that we've got to give viewers more experience what what's your you know have you got future developments already in, in place Yes, exactly. So what we are trying to do is now to like optimize each sports experience individually. For example, uh, emote the sports very well lends it to like this onboard feeds and the driver cameras and then make it very driver centric. But for example, a football is totally different from a user experience level. And we also want to reflect it in our technology. So we create a user experience, which for example, for football is much more data analytics driven and then kind of give the, the, this experience to the broadcaster to integrate into their existing experience and then to enhance them. So we kind of like develop the technology first where we work together with the broadcaster, also like sports leagues or rights holders, to kind of get the content in, then rethink the entire experience, what really like fits to this specific sport, and then like allow them and, and give them the tools to allow for distribution. So that I, for example, see this on my, my Android app or my iPhone, or like my web experience or my smart TV to kind of then like be able to like roll this out and, and make it easy also for the broadcaster to integrate it in the existing workflow. Mm. We touched earlier yeah. on, Christoph, on uh, 4K and 8K technologies, which uh, more often than not involve the viewer investing money in hardware. Does, does the um, personalization uh, things that we're talking about, is that purely the broadcasters or do the viewers have to invest anything to get this? So, so actually, it's, it's more like it. We, we try to focus it on the devices that are currently there, also for the broadcasters, right? So he doesn't need to replace all his infrastructure. We're just like an add-on on what he already has. So, so basically, we just take the feeds from his existing infrastructure. It doesn't change anything of the current system. And on the user side, it, it could be anything, right? It could be like a smartphone the user is already having could be then a laptop or could be a smart TV. It really doesn't matter. We try to kind of target in the user experience for the devices the user already has. They're like, for example, why we choose also this audio syncreation to do it, to kind of also give a simple way we don't need to upgrade the hardware because like audio is such a simple interface and it's already there, right? So like the, you can use it with like a linear TV. The broadcaster doesn't have to change anything because audio is coming out. And then we just measure this audio and then like being able to capture this and use it for synchronization. That's also kind of like how it started out to have like this, this easy way also for the users and for the broadcasters to use kind of this technology to also make second screen available again 
and also how we started to then being involved with also like investors and so on that we have for example the Dolby family ventures investing in us because that was really key to kind of like focus on like this easy part and then make the technology support all these cool use cases also with just simply audio mm -hmm. very yeah. cool no it's interesting so before we let you go i guess the last thing for us to always try and find out is you know from your experience based on your technology what could you tell your potential clients what give us a tip that would uh that would help them through the next uh, the next 12 months something that will you know um, improve their the quality of what they're delivering um it's i mean basically like also with pandemic and so on a lot of innovation has also been driven like past year like there was a bit of time to also re rethink the current strategy. So there will be a lot of tech innovation, of course, including ours also like coming like primarily yeah. then also like this year and like really having major releases there. But like in the end, like also what I said a bit earlier, I think like technology is kind of like just the way to do it. Right. But it's not really the focus for the user. And I said it as a technician. So like I'm more like, OK, it should be focused on the content and what the experience looks like and technology should just like be abstracted and support this kind of question there. Mm. It's interesting stuff, fascinating. Thank you very much, Christoph, for coming in today. And thanks for watching today's show, which is brought to you with the support of Media Proxy. And you can find out more about them at mediaproxy.com. See you next time. Thanks for watching. Thanks.